Yeah, should we do it? Uh, yeah, so one, we, one, is it one, two, three, one, two, three, go? Three, go. Yeah, and then cool. show. Yeah. yeah. One, one, two, three, show. show. All right. Wow, You're fucking doing it. You're doing it. See you later. Secretly want a tears why regiments. Um. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sleeps Brothers podcast, officially episode one. one. Hello. Wow. Um, wow. In this podcast, we're going to talk to you about whatever the fuck is going on in our world. And your world. And we hope you're interested. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Shall we just get into it? Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about what we've been doing. We've been fucking recording a record. That's it, dude. Next I'm, section. I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to just provide ultimate awesomeness to the sleep society, mm-hmm. um, which has basically consumed our entire lives since we got home from America in March. Yeah. It feels really good. It does feel really say? good. feels really positive. Yeah, very, very and positive. We're very grateful for anyone that's subscribed. Nothing short of spectacular. Humongously really. grateful. It's been the most overwhelming new thing that we've done in a long time. Um. Yeah, and I mean, it's definitely like we've had our work cut out for us, haven't we? There's been oh, yeah. lots of. I mean, an, an album's enough, isn't it? So. Well, yeah, um, albums usually. We, I mean, that's a good, a good start. Is that uh, this year being our first year being self-managed? We decided that we would chop the recording process of the album in two because usually albums do their best at killing us. So. Oh shot, yes, they do, son. So we shot the record into two. Did the first half in June and the second half in September. Not yeah. just in that month. It takes a lot longer than that. It's made it a lot more digestible. Yeah. Yeah, it has made it into more but of a we're digestive. Just, we're just the last bit now and it's fucking... It's, dra- it's dragging it's in sounding it. amazing. Oh, it sounds great, but can it just be fucking finished, man? Exactly. I think that method <laughs> enabled us to still... To not let the... Um, let the society kill us. Yeah. If we were doing the record in full and doing the society, yeah. that would probably be the end. Well, it's getting to a point now where I'm really wanting to do more stuff for the society, but because it's at the back end, I've got, I can't, because I've just got to finish the we're last We're definitely at the last point, aren't we? Of, yeah, um, yeah. It's like, you know, when you're going home from tour, you're fucking, everything goes really slow, in it? Do you know what well, I mean? It's like when you need toilet and when you get close to the toilet, God, do you need it more? Oh, do you need it more, son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is the, that is basically what we've been doing. You know what we've been doing because you, if you follow us, you've seen probably too much of it. I really feel like as well, like there'll be so many people that are sort of out of jobs and out of work, if you like, and like they don't have anything to do. Like imagine all this time with nothing to do. It'd be really difficult. So I really sympathize with anyone that's had to yeah. do with this whole journey of COVID-19 without that because for, oh, for us... We've still managed to be productive and still stayed in a recording environment and being creative. For some people, that's like not even an option. Mm, yeah. So like, the outlet it's, it's is kind key, of a godsend at the same time that we've got this space. Yeah, oh. I've, I've felt quite guilty because I'm like, it's been so normal for me, the lockdown, because obviously it's affected so many people so much, but obviously because we were writing and then we're going to, then we started recording, it's nothing changed for me so drastically. So there's so much going on, but because I had my focus on, on making the album, I was... It was I was kind of blind to half of it yeah. because I was just doing my normal thing, but also self isolating myself like I always do when I'm writing. So it didn't. It slots it, in to I musicians bad, I, I in a weird that, way. Yeah, doesn't I feel it? bad that it's not affected me as much as some other people. Totally. But it's kind of out of my control. Cause I'm just gonna. Well, yeah. it's kind of one of the things that most band people um, 
can associate with is that you are quite used to shutting yourself off and going into like recording mode yeah. where you basically disappear to a studio. Yeah, you like going to hibernation to record a record totally. anyway. So for, hopefully for a lot of musicians, that's been the case. Well, that was the first thing we did, weren't it, really? We were actually going to start recording this record in September. And when we when the year paused, that first conversation that we had yeah, being yeah. like, do we do, do we just go straight into the record after tour and mm. start it in June, not in September? Because we had nothing else to do. Yeah. That like that dictated what the year went like, really. Yeah. That sudden stop. And also there's been bands like um I don't know, like Neck Deep, for example, they've actually released a record the inside yeah. of the lockdown. Yeah. So it must like everyone's got so many different like view like views and feelings towards this whole period of time. It must be kind of weird to release a record and not be able to like go out and support it. Well, I think they were like they had that we were lucky in the way that we got to um decide our release date after this happened yeah, yeah. then like they had already announced that and yeah. the record was coming out just like as the year was turning into this mad spiral yeah that so was, weird one is, i'm like is say you like you release the album within the pandemic or whatever there's like two sides of my head and i don't know which one it is because everyone's at home during lockdown mm. um their attention could be so much on new music and it might be a good thing to release it during yeah but, i, but I the, see that angle but on the flip side yeah, I'm, yeah. i always feel like everyone's like internal attention is kind of preoccupied with this big worldly thing where yeah. music at the same time might not seem as important as to them anymore because there's such a big thing going on. It's like fucking Armageddon. There's been something. a proper subject on sat yeah. there in everyone's yeah, head so all I, year. I actually, I don't know the answer. I'm actually asking it. Like, is it, would it be a good thing to like, yeah, you sat at home and you're checking it all out or do you care less because the world's just, yeah. Any swipe that you do is there's something nuts yeah. going on, either to do with COVID or fucking uh, Trump uh, yeah. or, or politics. You know what I mean? It's, I like to think that the music side of things is probably going to help people get through the oh, times yeah, when definitely. they're chilling yeah, yeah. And, and that. So maybe that's been the case when, like you say, people are more on top of new releases because yeah. they are more chill and, and they can't get to shows. Maybe they're looking out for it more. But do you know, as in like, oh hard, yeah, sick new song, but I'm just trying to fucking pay my bills because I've, I've got no job now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, do they you care? You can't really like, enjoy it as such because like, you, you're worried yeah. about other things. There's an overriding importance. Yeah, like in terms of it doing well for the band, it might be, might have been good for some bands and maybe detrimental to others because people just got hey. their, their own lives to kind of like but taking hey. the... But hey... <laughs> Hey, um, we are doing this first podcast on post cash on the day that they oh, the, the vaccine, the vaccine is... has been approved. One of them has been approved, so it's looking up, lads. We'll be able to talk to which is a beautiful ray of hope. I mean, in that that wonderful piece of news as honor, Sean, can you wear the mane for the rest of the podcast? Oh, please, mm, no, I'll no. put it on for a bit. Yeah, let me it's, get it. It's ready, so, itchy. Is it? I'll get it. Well, just want. a little bit. I think it's, it helps spice things up if one of us was dressed as a lion. Yeah, I'll dress as a lion for do we, a minute. Do anyone do podcasts? Talking on cue is harder than you think. Does you know anyone I mean? do podcasts that are... Um, fancy dress? <laughs> yeah, like fancy dress podcasts. That could be our avenue. You're going to regret that. Do you remember that itching powder you got from Joke Shop? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you're fitting through that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That is exactly what I wanted it to do. You remember that itching powder from Joke Shops? <laughs> I feel like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you look like the Wizard of Love. Oh, please tell me you remember the itching powder. Please. You remember oh, the itching powder? Now I can't hear shit. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, do you remember that itching powder? 
<laughs> what, yes. you used to get out of them yes. things from school? <laughs> you fucking remember, don't you, you bastards? What, they used to crush them? Yeah, and, and you put and it in put people's, about... people's backs and yeah. like, that's what you're going to be doing. I remember those yeah, itching, right. um, like, plants. Don't ever seeds. fucking ignore me online again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't ever ignore me on air again. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Sorry, what, fellas? Right. <laughs> yep, so... Um, give a shit. <laughs> um... What has everyone been up to outside of this crazy bubble? Talking to me. You mean outside Hopefully. the band life, outside the band life, yeah, and so outside what, of COVID? So what do you do when you get home? I have a, I have a bath and go to bed. I try and go to bed as early as possible. So I'm like, at the moment, it's about eight o'clock. Um, just I, I feel like life goes quicker through if we just I, go to bed very early. I ate this. this is a good point this I was thinking about this the other day do a, you go to bed because you want the day to end or do you stay up because you can't get enough uh, that's, a, that's a difficult one that I'm in bed early when I'm in a good mood when I'm in a good mood and I want the day to continue I, I usually find myself falling asleep earlier epic no I've been um, <laughs> to be honest I'd like to address this and this is quite like it. it's a simple it's a simple thing but stop laughing at me um, look at the state of you bro <laughs> Um, just... I've been trying to work out a lot and I really feel like it's <laughs> I really feel like it's been like it really really helps my mental health yeah. just to just to work out so like anyone that's not out of lockdown or anything like that I just advise that whole thing just getting out and going for a run I know that that's been one of the only things that we kind of have been able to do throughout this whole thing solidly is you can still work out you can still get outside a little bit and go for a run <laughs> like, like a run running like, like rats like and on, fucking crows and shit like on like, four legs like, yeah, like chasing them large birds to eat I think that's a really good point like, like and it's really helped my mental health so I just so advise like, anyone that doesn't like I don't know struggle with that sort of thing who's struggling with the lockdown or just in general in life has like a bit of a downtime like mm. they're a bit low or whatever yeah. it, try and get out there and try and exercise because that's something that, I know Sean's been boxing a lot I just uh, do I've that been, to look hard, man. I've honest. been running a lot and trying to do like an insanity workout and it really helps. So, yeah. I think that's a good point. Like, there's there's a massive mm -hmm. argument that like, the exercise is a humongously large thera therapeutic thing. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, because I think if you've got like unconscious stress, yeah. unconscious stress build up in your life throughout the week that you may not actually know about, there might be little things that bother you throughout the week and it'll build up somewhere within you. Mm-hmm. Uh, unconsciously so I think when you exercise you actually get a chance to release that shit that you didn't even know you had the shit building up totally. so and for, and for us I think one of the like that's something that we do every day when we, we play an energetic live show I've and, it, that. and that's one thing that I, I've always had almost, like almost always had but never <laughs> linked it to uh, an extensive workout is going to make me feel a certain way. You're not like that. Make me feel a certain way. Massively. So like not being able to get out and do a live show. I've noticed. Doing, doing a yeah. run or whatever has really helped me out. <laughs> right, I'm taking this line. Please don't. No, no, I'd leave it on. It's amazing. It's, start, the, like, it's, it's the fringe underneath, it isn't is. it? Yeah, I think I'd say about the working out thing is no one works out. They're always lying when they work out. I'd say. Um, it's one of them things where you don't work um, out unless it's on Instagram. I've seen someone uh, compare it to creating music, which I quite liked, actually. Sometimes you don't feel like making music or creating music. But once you head to the studio and do have a, have a go at attempting to create music, you always feel better. Yeah. You get some kind of result. You know you've got it to go. It's like, <laughs> it's like half the battle is turning up. Yeah, it is. You know and it's I mean? like, it's a cliche saying it, but it's super true. Like, it, if you can somehow muster up the the idea of just doing it and actually going and doing something, even if it's just for 15 minutes, the payback is amazing, but you just don't believe the payback before you do it. 
So you just take this off. It's rustling in my man. You're sweating like fuck. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's you need like you just it. You just do it, and it, it really does help. But it's just fucking getting it's the to do classic it. Classic cliche of no one ever regretted going to the gym. Yeah. You didn't want to go, no. but then you're like, you I used just to go to feel... gym, and I'm like, remember how good this feels. It's right, good. Make sure you go next time, and then your mind will trick you and say, don't totally. do it. It's ridiculous, but you have to go down there. Like I've, my my exercise is cycling and coming out. Like, I didn't know you, you haven't got a bike, have you? <laughs> and is it on Instagram? But it's the same. <laughs> It's not on it's not it, as much as it should be. Then I haven't done it, have I? And it didn't happen. But that's the same. I could, yeah. like I feel fucking just by like the what would usually be a gig, and that's how yeah. I shake my body. Yeah, shake it. Yeah. Uh, then like you're just something good about getting your blood. Yeah, flowing, I feel like you know, like you can let things go in the week or in the month. Things that bother you, you can like yeah, let that go, let that go. Yeah. But I reckon this like remnants of it that kind of stay within Definitely. your subconscious and it kind of builds up and I reckon I really do think that's a good way of just fucking releasing that so you, shit so you not, this, draw. this is a proof yeah, this yeah. is proof of it for me and this is going to sound really weird uh, not yeah weirder the better sometimes when I'm running I start giggling <laughs> you know like I get past the point of like yeah, yeah, a tiredness yeah. feeling amazing, though, and I start like smiling that's like, amazing, and like yeah. really breathing in the oxygen and being like, I'm I'm really feeling this workout like now. actually feeling alive. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, I'm just like, wow. That's everyone's dream is, <laughs> everyone's dream is to get high on their own supply. That's what everyone wants to do, isn't it? They want to feel life without anything else. It's a good thing, man. It's not weird. Dude. Getting high on your own supply is great. So if you see that me jogging down the road, just like laughing. <laughs> I just did fucking peak just laughing, running. I've woken up laughing a few times. Wow. Like it's, I've woke myself up. Laughing, I keep, nice. I keep having lyrics, lyrics in my dream, and I, I wake up and write them down, and they're fucking awful. <laughs> I've done it with the melody as well before. I woke up and my, like, oh my god, I've got to write this melody <laughs> you down. Showed it, man. Do you know when you, <clears throat> you've had them dreams? In, you've had dreams before, and you're like, I really hope this is real. And when I wake up, I've got this thing, or this thing's real. When I wake up, and it never is. Mm-hmm. So I keep having them with melodies and lyrics, and I wake up and write them down, and they're fucking terrible. <laughs> no. I um I sometimes when I'm drifting off, I have like ideas that come into my head. That's and I'm just like, what I said. I sh- yeah, it's, but like not necessarily just lyrical, <laughs> yeah. you know, like or like melodies, like just, oh, just, just concept ideas, just stuff like yeah, oh, yeah. we could do this <clears throat> merch or whatever, like lay yeah, it down, yeah. and then I have to try my hardest to wake myself up out of that to, to, to then down, write it yeah. down. It's and like sometimes borderline you lose, lucid, that, sometimes isn't it? you lose oh, that battle, don't you? You're like, oh, I'm, 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 oh, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm big on dreaming, me, I love it. I woke up pissing myself. Something in my dream had fucking cracked me up. Nat said you didn't piss bad. And That's why you were late. And and Nat were like, she just I woke, by the time the laugh woke me up and I opened my eyes, Nat was just like, You fucking psychopath. Why are you like what is just <laughs> just like laughing your head off out of sleep? She was like, What's going on? Thought I was playing like some dark character. <laughs> Alongside the exercise type of things, in terms of what we've been doing outside of the band, mm-hmm. you've moved into a new home. Yeah. How was that going? Uh it's good. It's one of the classic things where before when we were looking for a new house, we were trying to um, move a bit closer to here, basically, and get some more space and like situate ourselves between Nat's job and my job. Um, and we looked at loads of things that were massive projects, and I kind of had to have a word of myself at, at what's the size of projects I can physically take on. Because you're like, you so, want a derelict building that's fucked. To, part to, of to me do does, up, but yeah. then like I don't have the capacity to do that. So we picked something that was like halfway and like required a renovation, but wasn't like like con- totally consuming. Yeah. So I've been doing that, and obviously even, yeah. it becomes massive. Even the smallest thing. I've been impressed big. with the speed at which you've been. Um... 
Thanks. Making it possible. I have a home schedule. So my list at, at the warehouse, when I get home, I have another list and I'm like, right. And to be fair, I, I that is my, that's my like exercise okay, or yeah. therapy. I, I love building and whatever, all the things that come with that stuff. All cleaning you do, that's a big way. And all cleaning, itself. yeah. So that's been me really, which has been pretty fun. And then obviously we've touched on, upon it a little bit, but the Sleep Society has been rolling while we've all been trying to get on with our home lives. We've done the Sleep Society, which again, just to reiterate, it's been yeah. a massive positive vibe for us and like... The, nice society, to... the society in the band leaves me with little home life, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? We, most of us are walking in at six o'clock, sometimes seven o'clock every day, yeah. here from nine o'clock. Um, yeah, sometimes, because I'm just so preoccupied. I get in, I'm tired. I have my... I have some totally. dinner. I have a bath. I stay in bath for about an hour because I fucking love it. Don't you, I, do you know what I mean? I don't, I, with, I, them, with them salts. Do a big time. I don't even wash myself. This will get it. you down. I moved into a house with a bath and I've had two since I moved you in. pathetic That's weasel. It. I don't have baths ever. No, I've struggled. struggled I, just sit, I just sit in them. I don't even wash shit. I just lay in there. And uh, just, yeah. One of the cool, <laughs> one of the cool <laughs> bits about the society, I think what I've really enjoyed about this last like six months and even less last two months is how much it's turned like what once upon a time was just like the warehouse and like uh, you're coming in like quite a sporadic just like glorified hangout spot into like a way like a proper den of like um of productivity yeah and it's made like it's give us something for everything everyone to do which has been really cool yeah there's always something to do yeah i've enjoyed that aspect of it and bringing in like bringing the crew that we usually tour with into the home life, working life of this. Has Whether been or like, not their positions will stay is still up for debate. Because it is up for debate. They do all right, but <laughs> fuck me, they piss us off. Especially with Barnsley, Jar and Lacey. If you had to put it mm. in, in terms of which one's the biggest arsehole, which one, how would you... Barnsley. Barnsley number one? Easy. He's easily the biggest arsehole. I'm on Lacey's side of the Volcom- minute just because of the shit he's getting. But- Volcomedia. Volca uh, Media, unfollow it, yeah? Unfollow. V O L C A Media. What's James's platforms? We've got Whilst You Text, unfollow that as well. Yeah. Make sure you unfollow Rattling Bones. Sean Long Lenses, yeah. just report that. The, the faces. <laughs> report that one. Let's let everyone know that we're joking and that we love them all. I'm, I wasn't, but you two can joke if you want. Yeah. Have you farted, Barnes? Are you Disclaimer. You... Oh, I've been nervous, isn't it? Oh, I've been now. Sorry, Trumpy Bubbin so yeah, I knackered me. in the Sleep Society, if you've signed up <laughs> one more time, just while we're here, thank you so much. Let's go into letting people know what is going to yeah, be yeah, coming yeah, up yeah, in... Or what we've done. Oh, or what, we've, what, we've, what done. we've already done. Let's go what we've already done. And also just a thank you for the Society thing, just because uh, there's so much uncertainty for people's careers and stuff. Like right now, you actually kind of helped us out and, and not fucking having a breakdown in that department because Completely. you've, you've kind of kept us doing this shit especially with the album it's fucking there nice. were some moments of panic and yeah, oh, they've yeah. given us the most stability we've almost yeah, ever yeah. had which is insane so oh, that is a dog fart isn't it is it a dog fart <laughs> wow thought you meant everything I would have seen would have said dog fart <laughs> <laughs> nah, that is some dog fart shit nah, that is some real dog but fart but you gotta think as well though do you know like when we started having those worries about like what are we gonna do if there is no gigs yeah shit's gonna go fucked up for us yeah. you have to think from them joining it actually always it comes all the way down to helping our mental health out and our lives as, yeah, yeah. as just general people. It's not just like, cool, we get to write some riffs still. No. It, like if, if we didn't have a gig Purpose. in six months, we would freak the fuck out, God. dude. We've, we've done nothing but this band for 15 years. We would have a fuck, I'd, I'd, I'd be struggling to walk. I'd have wobbly knees, you know what I mean? Yeah, they've 
delivered a sense of purpose. So thank you very much. Is... We will keep saying thank you until you unsubscribe and until you unsubscribe us but thank you very much so to anyone that is potentially listening to this who who isn't a part of the society this is what you missed out on music um, video behind the scenes that's all you've got if you, that's sign, it. <laughs> if you sign up there's a music video behind the scenes we've put out some studio behind the scenes we actually released challenge zone which is the pilot uh, episode of challenge zone which is potentially the best episode it's a, oh the drumming one comedy mm. Mm. And me and Enzo doing a drum battle in Beijing yeah I was so disappointed with my performance. I think a lot of people I, sort of said that you were robbed. I was, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I was doing so much gloating before. Gloating is that word? I was bragging like, there's no chance this arse is going to be in. In. You yeah, were kind like, of no, running your mouth at the way It's impossible. I'm very confident in my drumming skills. And then as soon as I got on stage, I literally got stage fright in front of four of my mates. So I got <laughs> nerves. Then the nerves got the better of me in just the competition. I was very disappointed. I think... Looking back at the Challenge Zone episode, the nerves got the better of Enzo too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was but, freaking out. But, but do you know what saved it? It was that flipping the stick and shit. What I... It was, it was, it was, it was, yeah. Isn't the showboating. Yeah, show and then it was like, oh, and I'm like, fuck's sake. And I, I, what I, cause I watched it recently. It was the sort of thing I put on and thought I was going to watch a minute and watch 20 minutes of it with Nat. I, when you both were blindfolded, you were both better drummers. I were terrible, dude. <laughs> Ooh, burn. <laughs> I, I, I weren't. I, I thought the blindfold really helped shit. switch you off. And I was quite impressed. Yeah. So Challenge Zone came about where our guitar tech, Wakey, Liam Rothery, <laughs> had this alter ego person. It's Liam Rotherham, isn't it? Rothery? Rothy Rick. Rotherick. Roderick. Roderick. Liam Roderick. Yeah. He um what had an alter ego that was a TV presenter. He's a got multiple TV presenter. Sorry, do you, do you guys ever get just funny messages from your mom? I'm saying it because it's it's just funny. My mum's just sent me my address. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all she sent. She messaged me uh, the other day saying, love you, Matt. I messaged her back and said, love you, Karen. And then she said, love you more. <laughs> that was our combo. <laughs> I got another day. Just nothing else. Hey, you, the rock steady crew. <laughs> else. I love it. She's like a hype man. Right, hype man. Hype mum. I was just sort of explaining Sorry. how Challenge Zone came about. Oh, yeah. Liam Rothery has loads of... One of the reasons uh, we fell in love with Wakey... <laughs> forgot what I was going to say. I feel like I fell in love with Wakey because of his guitar teching skills. And he just... He has this, like, similar to what we have of, like, characters. It's internal hilarious. characters. He's a proper funny northern bloke, isn't he? We're, like, on that tour and we're just, like on the bus going to like wherever we're going and instantly we're all playing characters on like a girl's holiday to like oh, Magaluf. So funny. Fuck, yeah, like a Hindu. Yeah, so like a Hindu. And he was like, doing the character. he was one of the key characters and I was just like, I love this dude. This is like, yeah. it's so much fun. Just can can, you, can you try and do some it. of it from, you did some good impressions on that day. Yeah, it was like, um, it's definitely. Fuck me, I had such a good time. I was gagging for it when I went across there. Stuff like that. Oh my it? God, overseas, it is no rules. I've left Gary, I've left Gary at home and he's not finding out about nothing. It's just me and girls out here. It was that, but times a million, weren't it? it was yeah, it was like proper girls holiday in. Not to be repeated. In we could probably do one and beep it out. I had so much <laughs> not holiday, but absolutely. Char, you're gonna have to beep that. Oh, it's my last day here today, and I've had that much fun. I've booked next trip back. <laughs> Listen, if any of you tell our fucking guys how much I've had, I am absolutely disowning lot of you. Fucking hell, the amount of Lambrini I drank was fucking criminal. 
And that's a little insight to why we love Wakey. Um, yeah. One of the other things that's uh, arose in the society, which is really cool, is this new thing that we didn't know existed called Discord, which is this sort of born from the gaming community. Um, it was very terrifying when we first got God, it. God, it was terrifying. Like, chat room world, which I almost didn't know existed. I don't game at all, so I have no idea no, that, this, that this kind of community exists. Yeah. We don't really have any gamers. Sav's a bit of a gamer. I fucking, yeah, someone keeps fighting. It's not me. Um, yeah, when I, signed, when I set it up and then I accidentally went in the lounge audio room and there's people in there just live and then they come out your phone and they're all just talking. I'm like, fucking hell. And then I was involved and I just left and everyone like, ha, I've seen you come in. It's, yeah. To be there, though. But the, the community is the melons. Well, that's, yeah, the community that's born it's in very this thing. It's a very positive chat room. In it. yeah, it's like we, a massive WhatsApp group with all, the, with everyone involved in the society, but it's who just... Who don't know each other, really. Loves it and it's just positivity, you know? It's very, very positive. It's crazy. I think that's like <laughs> crazy. That, we, we've talked crazy. about this before, where we we often have done gigs or done like in-person events about like stuff, about like stuff. We've done in-person events and ended them being like, "Oh my god, what a cool group!" Yeah, people, oh, Sleeps yeah. fans are. Yeah, and they're not like infatuated by the fact that we're there or anything like that. Which we obviously it's the last thing we want. But the like I've said this before, but I kind of feel like I could go for a beer with about 95% of Sleeps fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah defo, yeah. They're just like us, aren't they? You can spot them a fucking mile off. Which is really nice. Yeah. like In a good way. To yeah. have a fan base like that, that you could actually, if you like, want to, you can actually chill with people after a totally. show. Yeah, we don't have many... Meet people and say hi, and it, it's yeah. great. Yeah. And that's what we wanted the society to be more of a house for. Because we knew the fan base was like that anyway, but like, this gave it like, some walls and sort of... Yeah. And then watching that happen on the Discord, I think is a really like, that's a really positive thing to and take as from well, it. Like, we, a lot of people have said they've met their best friends at, at our shows and they've like got married and found like new groups of friends through our shows and stuff. So when we say like, or oh, started bands, creating, yeah, or start a band, you're like creating a, a, a place for like-minded people like we keep saying. But because of the society, we're actually putting these people in front of each other mm-hmm. and then they're now interacting through the society and Discord and stuff like that. So it's just a place for them to do that for real totally. instead of waiting for a gig to hopefully for that happen it's cool that wasn't there a story about like recently two people have met on the discord and through lockdown they've been chatting and now they're like partner boyfriend, oh no yeah, yeah. I love that isn't that like a real thing say so, that again two people have met on the discord, aren't they? On the discord. and now they're like going out and like don't know but I love that shit I love yeah. that too we take so, credit for that Terry so loves you, love yeah, I love love, 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 Terry loves love. I love love too. But the, you got to think, that's only been going a couple of oh, months, so they found this, a really yeah. strong bond through that it's thing. Been, and it's I kind of want that to develop more to the point of like... You, we want to be like matchmakers. <laughs> We're going into the matchmaking <laughs> Plenty business. Yeah. Uh, but that could become basically like, like we can have bands on there and we can choose a band off there to support us. Or do you know what I mean? Or like that we want to talk about on the podcast. Like, oh yeah... And it's a way for us to, like, use our platform, if you like, for positivity. Yeah. And uh, shouting other bands out There's and bringing network. people together. Yeah. They're like a creative network. Well, we've always had that feeling of, like, unity and community oh, yeah. in, our, uh, in our message and, you know, at our live shows and, and all that. <laughs> all I, like, that. I like unity and community. Yeah. And uh, I've, been so all, I've always it, you been know. about negativity and... Um, Division, personally, <laughs> myself. Yeah, I'm into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, yeah that yeah. also the the, <laughs> yeah. the discordy thing. Uh, 
that's where this melon thing came from. So when we first released the Sleep Society, yeah. it had the Discord thing attached to it that people could jump into. And we didn't know this at the time, but you could set your icons so people could use those icons within the chat. We didn't know this. And we left ours. One of them was a melon. I think yeah, the main I think one. Yeah, I think that's the default. I think there was. I think that was one at default. And someone were like, "Can't believe they've just left the melon there or something like proper novices or something." So and we, then we left it there, and it's just turned into a big melon fest. Granddads of Discord. So we owned the melon. Yeah. So we're going to bring out a melon T-shirt for the society members. If you bring us melons to shows, then I'd love that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Know. It's a really good. Uh, if we were ever going to make a fruit a motto, not a motto, a, ma- a mascot. That's what fruit. I said. What a great fruit to what do. What a great fruit. You know what I mean? Like passion fruit, go fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely shit. But melons. And effort. Sweet, hydrating, good for you, good for your stomach as well. Easy. If you've got digestive issues. Really good for your blood. It's a Lasts great one. quite a long time too. Massive. Because of the water. Massive, yeah. Great for sharing. Just all around, what a winner. Great for vocals. Like, it's a we, good melon as a band. We've had, we had... Maybe they knew. Maybe they already knew. We've had melon on stage before. Oh. A- I heard a story that Randy Bly from Lamb of God used to have like, like a, <laughs> I, say, I was going to say a watermelon, but um, like <laughs> melon in his water. Now I know and, why you like him. But I, I just thought I'd try it and because it's got quite a bit of sugar in it. Yeah. And uh, it gives it gives a bit of a coat into you. Well, so I just crushed loads up and had it on side of stage. People put like gummy bears in drinks. It. Yeah, that's a Beyonce thing, I think. Yeah. But this is a very nice jelly babies. It, uh, sorry, gummy bears, and they melt down and create like a sugary coating. Sick. It, gelatin's gross, though, isn't it? Is it still yeah. that what it, what it is? Is it still bones? It's just like I think skin. A lot of them are changing now. Yeah, though. I just heard that ages ago, and obviously when I heard that, it were, I was in school and I heard that that it's just like leftover bones from whales or some shit. I watched obviously what it's is not gelatin that. video and was just is it like bones of animals? Chewing gum, that. There's whale blubber. <laughs> Is what, chewing gum, I don't it? really know what chewing gum is. Chewing gum's Sorry. whale blubber. Yeah. I think they were searching for like the consistency and then they were like, well, what's sort of malleable and stretchy? And then they were like, hold on a minute, it's this stuff. And then they just like... So weird, isn't it? Like basically melt it all down until it turns into goo. Mm. Mm. But then that makes sense because if you put that in mm, your yeah. drink, it'd probably be quite useful for you, wouldn't it? Very it's the weird. same thing as why um, people take antler... Like yeah, yeah, regenerative regenerative because it has the power to grow back if you chop an antler off. It That's why I take back. so many mushrooms because they grow on dead shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So you can see yeah. why people got into it because it's like well, that's going to work. Natural rems and shit. Na- yeah. What about natural? Also, let's move on from gelatin. Um, <laughs> society based. We had the challenge there, and we'd done the drum playthrough. Savage slamming the skins mm-hmm. back to the gelatin. We've got loads of unheard demos. We've got loads of unheard ideas from the new record. We released a brand new riff on there a couple of weeks ago. We did a poll actually, didn't we? We did. You got to pick a brand the polls new riff. Are fun. We got. We did pick a brand new riff or a brand new vocal, just a cappella that no one's heard. And riff one. We did that. It's a really nice fucking riff. I love it. I've spent a lot of my life recently uh, doing a really complex uh, like typography design piece that I've documented from the beginning from starting from scratch and I've like basically screen recorded the whole thing and I'm doing a basically like start to finish design process video which will be out as soon as the design's finished which is today basically nice well that kind of leans nicely into anyone who's in the site what's to come 
Yeah. So we've got that there to come. There is uh, episode two of my vocal series where I'll be talking to Melissa Cross, that's, which is that's really cool. Very exciting. She's an awesome woman and helped me out a lot with my voice. So Just that's cool. Elaborate on who she is for anyone who doesn't know. She is, she is the mother of metal vocals. I would yeah. say she. Um, when you first find out, you're a bit like what, and then you realise that she's got yeah. an insane scream on her. Yeah, she just, she was one of the first people that came along and was like, there needs to be a sustainable way of like bands getting through the tough times of vocals yeah. and, but still, Touring, basically. still being able to express themselves in that way. And she kind of researched the science a little bit and came up with this sort of fry technique amongst other techniques. And she's helped so many vocalists get through like difficult times in their vocal careers and sort of dedicated her life, if you like, to working with singers and coming up with like the way this fry technique that helps make, to it, make sus- it sustainable. Yeah. yeah to help make mm. it sustainable for, for front men. And she was sort of called into it by a producer that was working with bands in his basement. I can't remember exactly who, but um, he was like, I need help with getting these singers through their recording sessions. Yeah. Um, Which is so true because I remember when like everything we recorded back in day, back in day, back in day one, uh, we'd just basically be not warmed up yelling our heads off and you wouldn't last very long and you'd be like then blown out yeah. and and probably shit the next day too because you're like uh, basically yeah, it's, it's a football game. not a normal thing to shout um, all the time is it but yeah she's no. amazing she, she's amazing she's been up all times the night calling me when I've, we've been playing in Asia and I've been like I can't fucking do it <laughs> help me why um, am I the singer yeah and um, <laughs> she's worked with like Corey Taylor um Lama God. Yeah. Like Randy, Randy Blythe. Uh, I think we've touched upon section two in talking about COVID. I agree, yeah. We Fuck talked it. about COVID a little Fuck bit. It. I don't want to dwell on it too much. Well, I feel we, like everyone's we, over it. But. We tried to do this podcast uh, months ago before the site came out. And one of the things that we struggled with was direction because we basically just were like, waffle, 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 don't know what we're on about. So with, with this, we wrote down some key points, but we've waffled so much, we've actually touched on the key points. So, um, I like waffling me. I no, do enjoy waffling. Good, yeah, me too. People listening it. to it like it and all. I've been haunted ever <laughs> since right, Dan yeah. P. Carter called me. Yeah, chatty Matt. I was chatty like, Matt. Oh, as well. I know, I know. Matt, but, oh, Matt with a gob. But I mean, that's better than like annoying Chatty Matt. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I'll yeah, take yeah. it. Matey with the gob. I do like it. I do <laughs> like chatting. with the big gob. With the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Matt with the mouth. You know, Chatty Matt, it's a good one, yeah. Um, so why don't we just move into section three, as we have it down as, mm-hmm. and call Simon Spores. Spoos. Spurs. Uh, Simon Spores from Sunderland. The God, can we get any more S's in Sunderland. there? Sunderland. So one one of the features that we're going to have on this podcast, the Sleeps Brothers podcast, is that we are going to call up somebody who's in the society at the society at random and do a bit of an interview piece with them and answer a few questions. Yeah, is, is that what this is about? And he gets what six rings, and if say. he doesn't pick up on the six rings, we ring another society member. No, we give him three rings. If three rings. Ring, ring. Ring, give them two, fuck it. If they don't answer on two, then it's then we don't do it. <laughs> and what does he win? He wins a ticket to your house on one Friday evening. You've got to cook him dinner. Out of lockdown, no problem. No, no, it's, it's soon. It's ASAP. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And he, he wins a lion's mane. No take backuses. Right, incoming Simon. 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 Some questions, didn't we? Hello, Simon. Hey. How are you doing? Brother, I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing? How's the uh, the podcast going? 
Hit and miss, mate. It's going. So, so. You can decide how the rest of it is until your feature. This will probably be the highlight of it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Good. That looks like quite I mean, a den, quite a lad cave you're in. You're in a stream, but at the minute I'm, I'm in the process of moving house. So I've had to uh, whack my green screen up because uh, there's like loads of boxes behind me. So I've got to... Uh, uh, we can get you down here to run this. We need a green screen. <laughs> yeah, we need help. <laughs> we need help. Uh, and where about, about where about you, man? Where are we, where are we talking uh, to? Sunderland, uh, northeast. Nice, My nice. favourite place in England. Near the Angel of the North. Not that near <laughs> though, because that's Newcastle. Uh, being in Newcastle and Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. They, we... People hate that from there, you know. Sorry, mate. What, do they? Like, if you're from Sunderland, you don't, you know. No, yeah, yeah that's a bit of a general. Like... Yeah, that's like being like we're from Manchester, but we're not. The uh, or Leeds, Leeds. What? I love Leeds. No, you love Sheffield. <laughs> I've been to Sheffield but actually the the one time I've been to Sheffield was um, uh, that Bring Me Tour you did with um, Devil Wears Prada and Architects oh my god 2012 classic yeah yeah yeah. that was a good show I'm not sure if that was the first time I saw you or um, it might have been Make a Scene in Middlesbrough oh yeah that was one we Uh, played three shows that day that was one of them which we day? did. Yeah, we, we did, did a- make a scene, Ghost Fest, and then drove from there to Belgium to play Grass Prop. Three shows Absolute in twenty four hours. Fools, man. that's mad. Fools. And we, by the time we played Grass Pop, we like hadn't slept, and we were so late that we walked onto the stage like at set time with the gear, basically. Just- oh, and that when my guitar didn't work. <laughs> Is that when I got the answer? I don't know. No, no not time? that one. Yeah, it was. This is really long time ago. We that's also mental. in. Oh no, wait! I'm getting muddled up with Middlesbrough. Also my favourite place in England. <laughs> we played a cool theatre in Middlesbrough, which isn't Sunderland, so I don't know why I'm telling you. But it's kind of close, right? Leeds is like the windows of Sheffield and Sheffield is like the apple in it. Oh my God, couldn't have said it better. Thanks. I've been thinking about that since you said it and I thought I'd That is right, right, yeah. Like... It is, isn't it? <laughs> windows is still good and you can do the same stuff as um, as Apple, but Apple is just that little bit cooler, isn't it? Yeah, it, has the, it offers the same services, but... Um. Yeah. I mean, let's let's. What are you a are you an Android? <laughs> yeah, I've got an Android phone. I've yeah, got, so I, I had iPhones like for Android ages, and just the battery Jesus life just, just wasn't for me. I, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. The battery life is a key feature. And then, are you on a, a PC there. or a Mac? Uh, well, I've got a PC for gaming and a DJ, so I've got a MacBook for like oh nice that. and um. A bit of music production as well. That is the upside of the nice. Windows PCs, isn't it? You can fucking upgrade Mod that it. shit to the yeah. mind. Like, I'm tempted to do that. What, what did you want about Barnes the other day? What were you on about? With, yeah. Uh, where you can you can mod the PC but still make it a Mac? That's what... what? Hackintosh. Hackintosh. That's Hackintosh. what Phil used to have in Steel City. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking the about that. just really good for like the music side of things. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I use Photoshop as well. Um, yeah. I got my iPad for like Procreate, that, those nice. sorts of things. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, you want everything. We just became best friends. feel like the hacking yeah, I'm like, like, jack of all trades. Like, I like to get involved with everything that I can, really. Yeah, I feel that. Nice. Nice. So, are you on the Discord? If you're a gamer? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a bit of a dinosaur, so it, it's sort of like... Same. Same. Learning how to use it still. So you're not compared to me, dude. There's honestly. like so much to it. There's like so many like subcategories and stuff. Oh, I'm, fucking I'm still... Can you imagine Freaking what it out. was like when we launched it and we thought it was like a real, it was like a message board, really simple. We and we launched the society. 
it quickly spiraled to being like, oh my God, there's way more people than I expected. And suddenly yeah. we've got this Discord thing that's spiraling out of control. We don't know how to do anything. And we went on it that night and we were like, it was the most overwhelming thing. I was like, what the fuck do we do with it? It was like a bad, a, a bad movie where social media kind of like takes over. It was like that. I don't like the logo kind of freaks <laughs> yeah. me out a bit. Yeah, it's a bit it's, Black it's Mirror, isn't it? So very mad. Black Mirror, yeah. That. Oh, it's like, that, yeah, it's, it's Yeah, mad. that's very Black Mirror. It, it's so easy to get lost in like I'll, I'll be sitting reading like what people are saying and then more messages will come through and it's just yeah like, it's oh, all that oh. like avatar shit in it you have like your own character on the interweb that's the weird part of it that freaks me and out and I'm right in thinking you game with probably the same people who you talk to on discord and you... Well, you can have now I know it a little bit better you have different servers so our sleep society is a server in it so you can yeah, have multiple yeah. servers and then you go inside a server then there's a the multiple channel so you could have like I suppose a gaming server, nothing to do with us. Then all your gaming buddies are in that in specific in that game. So you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, we're on this game. It's basically loads of different channels, isn't it? I suppose. Like yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I, I only use two. I've I've got the the sleep society one, and then there's the one for like um all the people that I watch Twitch, like who stream on Twitch, oh, yeah. um, and who watch me as well. Um, my friend set that up. I couldn't set it up myself. I've got no idea whatsoever. Yeah. So Simon, do you game and like? Uh, chats with other people while you game um i've just started it uh it, like in the last month or so so I'm, I'm still learning um i'll i'll play start playing a game and then i'll miss like loads of stuff that's going on yeah amazing in terms of lockdown though you can't get out to see you mate so you can get yeah. jump on a game and talk to him and chat for him through that well that was like that whole animal crossing thing yeah like that was like animal crossing thing you just like animal crossing like happened had a, like a total like like hype in lockdown and it's like imagine the sims oh a game it's a game yeah right. sorry it, um, not a real life animal crossing it's, like, it's like the <laughs> sims but you can chat to your mates and your characters so we're hanging out on this game together yeah so this year while no one can go out you can essentially go to like a party with all your mates but yeah, it's so. well facebook tried to do it didn't they you can upload your own avatar Right, you can meet when like there's a map and you can see your avatar where you. It's just and then you can chat to those people, so it's like almost every, almost it's every bit. Benefits, but it was, yeah, it's crazy. It was all, it was all Hubble Hotel when I was younger. That that was like yeah. the original one for me. <laughs> I used, I I've got no guy. idea what that is. Sorry, I was just. Like, it's just right. like no, it's, it's just like an online sort of chat room where you create a little character. You can ha like make your own rooms, oh, go nice. to different rooms, like have Sims. like night nightclubs and restaurants. I used, to do, I used to play Sims, but only when I had the cheats, so I could be rich, and then I'd just make a massive, yeah. massive house and pool, and then. I'm sure I used to make people walk into the swimming pool. Yeah. Take the ladder out. Did anyone used to play Tomb Raider? Yeah. I used to lock the butler for in the toilet. For PC that's though, yeah. That's all I ever spent my time doing. Yeah, man. My favourite game. Oh, in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Swimming yeah. underwater Dude. with that piranha cave. What a game. I'm going to watch the run. That's what I've been doing lately. I watch the run-throughs on YouTube. Aye. You get the tunes. It's great nostalgic. It's sick. I liked, God, I really liked to get, I liked Age of Empires, which is basically Sims, but you built cities. Yeah, and, what with the, like, armies and stuff, I think. Yeah, uh, and you yeah. start as like a, like a, camp and then you'd like you'd grow the oh, yeah, camp start, and start with what, no, this, yeah, the crops and stuff yeah, yeah sick yeah very good I also used to like um, played it now a bit wank though <laughs> that was Age of Empires that yeah um, and oh, was, I played Commandos which was like the same thing yeah. oh, so good 
So, Lewis. Simon, you have some questions for us, I think. I do, yes, yes, Sweet. I'll lay them on you. Um, so the first question I've got is basically, obviously, with the world we are in, with the coronavirus, it, it's pretty much a new world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what positive effects do you think that this will have on the music industry and how other bands connect with fans? I think um, the positive from this, from the music industry, will be hopefully that people realise how valuable music is and how valuable it is to have some form of outlet, especially because I think there's a subconscious connection for some people when they go to gigs. Like I don't physically go to a gig to feel connection with everyone around me, but there's something there when I go. I think now you'll appreciate that now, in a different exactly. way. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are going to realise how nice that was. Even if you don't go there to specifically socialise with loads of people and meet new people, you could be quite introverted and go to a gig. Totally. But I think from this happening, people are going to be well more appreciative, if that's the word, yeah. or if I said it right, because they're going to know what that was... Fi- what that feeling was like so I think that's going to be more and you know what it was like without it so now like now god the idea of being in a room of a few thousand people all singing together yeah is something that I'd just like absolutely like it's almost like yeah imagine if if like a thousand years ago gigs were made illegal and it's just something of the past yeah that's what it feels like now. it feels a bit prohibition doesn't it yes that's what it used to be like and look how nice that is I think that's what's going to be a positive people are going to realise how good it was I think mm. in, a, in a touring sense for, for the bands themselves, the artists themselves, like I think it's going to like, not that we ever took it for granted, but sometimes when you're winding down to the back end of a tour or whatever, like you just can't wait to be off that tour. <laughs> you're kind of ready for getting yeah. home. And because we've had that fully stripped away from us now, it's one, it's just another <laughs> nod to like, don't take that touring lifestyle for granted. No, you know, yeah. like we, we have such a, it, it's so Oh, we were like, can't we wait to get, to get home yeah. from this tour at some point. So you're knackered, yeah. aren't you? And now you'd be like, Wow, just stripped, they're yeah. stripped away from it. Uh, and just, yeah, just like, re, um, what's the word? Re, not reignite, I was going to say reignite, that love for, for touring. But like, for example, my brother's a tour manager and he, for a couple of years previous to this, he's been like, I don't know how much I'm into touring at the moment. Do you know what I mean? And then having this time off just made him go, you know, I really do miss it now that I can't go out and tour with bands and see, like, yeah, visit other countries classic. and stuff. So I think it'll just uh, help reiterate that we need to really... It'll Embrace, make it yeah. special again, Embrace, won't it? Yeah. For the bands and the and the audience. I'm sorry I can't talk. Who can, you know what I mean? I think especially um when 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 like I haven't been to a gig for a long time before COVID, right. um, I really look forward to getting into that crowd and, and having like that that big sing along. But I think for the first time in a long time, like both sides are really gonna Take it in, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I, I think that just that that first the first time you go to a gig, everyone's singing your songs back to you. Uh, you're singing their songs. It's just going to be one of the most yeah, special amazing. moments. And also, the, definitely, yeah. All the bands have been off, so surely when this lifts up, it's just going to bands are going to be like tour. So there's yeah. going to be so many different bands to go and see. It's, like, yeah, it's gone so- from before this. It was like gigs were on tap, bands were on tap, everything's yeah. fucking, especially with streaming and everything's just whatever you want. When are they coming to my town? Oh, like one fucking day. It's so all there. So now it's all gone. So when and it comes like, back, when you pick, when you go and pick one of these gigs or these shows, it's going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to that. Making Fuck. me excited. And I'm going to really drink that gig in, do you know what I mean? And mm. it's just going to, I think it's going to make people more cheesily present, do you know what I mean? It's going to yeah. be there more and be like, fucking hell, this could be taken away from me again, you know what I mean? You know, when, you know when we've gone to play Asia before and the, the vibe over there is so different because they don't have 
sort of English and American bands and, and Australian mm. bands like visiting so regularly. As much as we do. They're so hyped for it when they get over there. So I feel like we're going to get a bit more like of that, that feel yeah, yeah. back back in the countries that yeah, are because spoiled with yeah, shows. Yeah. They'll be like, just because we'd noticed that difference, it, yeah. wouldn't we? We'd, over there would be like, fucking hell, this is like, just everyone's so present. Yeah. Like, and then here you're like, you can hear people, like the difference... You, when you hear like in between songs and over here everyone's having a beer and just chatting to their mates and like yeah. Yeah. over there it's like it's not maybe there will be more like the silence in Asia because yeah. they're going to stop and listen to what you have to say because they're just gagging for some interaction like that yeah I think it's going to be so good it's going to be exciting because it's a replenish of all that energy yeah. as soon as you take something away everyone's like gagging for it again what so. will be the first yeah. band that you uh, Simon are interested like what will be the first band that you want to book tickets to see when all this comes back like Oh, I've, have you I've thought got about so like so many gigs already lined up that have been been rescheduled? And oh, stuff. right, yeah. Um, so it'll be catching rather than a... the first, the first, the first gig tickets I bought for a non rescheduled band was your show in Leeds. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so that I've, I've got that. Um, That'll be a and then show. I've got like the Mike M um, and the the Green Day nice. uh, shows lined up. Cool. Um, Creeper as well. Yeah, because Mike um, M had the. Like the comeback, the comeback has been rescheduled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they've, they've moved it exactly a year over. Okay, fingers crossed. Well, that that happens. I that, mean, that, that must have stopped them. I, I guess they probably had loads of plans to do stuff around that. Which, which. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll never know. We've got a ray of hope now, haven't we? This vaccine is a is a real uh, is a real ray of hope. Who's this? Well, my son's just uh, charged into the bedroom. The cheeky yeah, little he's, he's, run, he's run out now as well. Let's <laughs> let's talk about Lars. He's gone to the toilet. Oh, cool. Right, what should we say about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what? No, no. It's it's crazy. I, I mean, I think it's the longest time that I've gone without going to a gig. Yeah, I feel same, that. same. It's it's just so weird because, um, it's, especially where I'm from there's not really much to do um it, it's either like bars or clubs or the cinema yeah. um so you know there's quite a lot of like drinking goes on here so when a gig when a gig comes it, it is something special to go to that's cool um, and I, I go out my way to travel for them anyway if 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 there's a bands aren't coming to newcastle there's um, definitely I, like there's definitely something really cool <coughs> Uh, that I realized the more we travel about like this country is tiny and it has like, you don't have to go that far for you to get to another city or something else beyond. Obviously, mm -hmm. if you have the ability to travel, but like it's, it's an incredibly in America, we'd like, it'd be so normal for someone being like, I drove eight hours to be here. And it's like, if you drove eight hours in the UK, you get to the fucking bottom. Like, <laughs> like, and that's just to get to like where the show is. There. It's like, it's cool that, um, that it is that connected. And yeah, it's cool that you actually yeah. travel to shows. Like, and it receives the gigs. Yeah. Okay. So I, th gigs I think I've been lucky through my whole gig in life that, that traveling's never really been an issue for me. It, it's so accessible. Um, so that, that's why I never really ever understood when, when fans are like, oh, you're not coming to my town. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't think I, 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 I've seen from like, um, you know when tours are arranged and and knowing people who who take those bookings, that's never really, from from what I see, it's never really the band's fault. It's it's the promoters not taking those gigs, from yeah. what I understand. Ooh. So I, mean, it, I I 
it just bothers me that people get so upset with the bands when, when that happens. So it's like half the time it's more of a marketing um, strategy, strategy. I can't, someone else sleeps out with these words. Strategy. strategy. It's more of a, a marketing strategy. Usually, for example, when we don't play Sheffield, everyone's always like, why aren't you playing Sheffield? It's like, well, we're obviously going to play Sheffield. Just give us a minute. And then for, there's always reasons why we might not hear a particular as the band you want to play everywhere all the time really so there has to be some sort of structure put in place so you're just not oversaturating certain areas and there's always going to be someone seeing your band play (laughs) as negative as the comments can look sometimes when it's like why aren't you fucking playing Mazo it's always positive because all it means is that they want you to come so it's a good thing (laughs) it's just like you just have to wait you just have to wait a bit longer really that's all it is sometimes yeah we do plan on getting like there's always certain like like Brazil and stuff like that, they're always like, come and play, and it's like... We're gagging to, you know, we? It's not that easy, God, yeah. but we do, you know, as as people, aside from the band, we want to experience <laughs> as many countries as possible, so we'll, we're, we're always doing what we can to make sure we're getting to those places. It just takes a bit of time. Yeah. yeah. What was oh. your next question, Simon? Yeah, cool. Um, so my next question is, what is the best thing about your relationship with the fans that has come from the Patreon so far? I think we kind of accidentally touched on this a bit before you joined uh, the conversation. I think that's the, the level of community that we're creating within, yeah. with inside it. Like like we, we talked about the Discord stuff. Uh, it just feels like an extension of the fan base as a whole. Like it's like a really positive community that people can get inside and, you know, talk to new people that have a, the same love for this band as much as we do and, and that kind of thing. I think for me, that's like a really positive thing that the community side of yeah. things really cook in there. I like um, how everyone in the society is almost um, getting to know us as people, ourselves as individuals, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, outside of the member. You can be really close to your fans because we always have been without the society going before this was a thing. But now because we're interacting within the society and the Discord as individuals, people are kind of understanding a little bit more about us I think because they are a part of it, do you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. if they're not particularly in the Patreon that day. Now, when they watch us on our socials in, in general, they're going to feel like they know us a little bit better because they're closer, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's the goal, <laughs> yeah. that's the goal with it as well, isn't it? To get people a bit more inside and a bit more connected with like who and what who we are and what we're doing. And I like the ability that it gives us to like actually um, dedicate this much time because it's like, because it it's got like, because of the financial aspect of it, that it's like it's funding the band. Mm-hmm. So it me, I like that it gives us the opportunity to spend this much time doing things just for the fans. Yeah. Whereas normally that energy would have to be channeled into like, well, we should have to, if if we're going to be able to pay the rent this month, we need to make something to sell that pays the rent. Whereas yeah, yeah. this is is helping pay the rent, and it means that what we make isn't financially driven. It's actually driven by what what we want to deliver to the fans basically or like, like yeah. what you Sol- want more solely a creative thing rather than like yeah. a, a, the back but we're back not creating for the wrong reason now we're creating because we actually get into ask you guys like what you want to see mm. and then we can do that rather than what we think will generate money to keep yeah, us allows going us, allows us to cater yeah for, for I, I like that. that like that aspect of it is really cool because we're getting and over the years we've seen how what you know what people really like they love the old demos that we have they love seeing riffs that aren't released yet and we mm-hmm. can give 
people just that little bit more inside the society. They're not seeing the process, don't they? It's the only reason why they're there is because they care so much. Like, And my, my favourite thing about any fan interaction is just the the constant reminder that we can't be a band without fans. It's Everyone knows this, but I, I just love keep saying it and getting that in everyone's heads because it's. I just think it's more of a dick move if you don't acknowledge it even once in a while because you can't be a super cool band without super cool fans. Totally. So you can be a, yeah. a mad famous person and act like a fucking arsehole, but you can't be an arsehole unless no one turns up to your show. So if you... If you, if think, you do you know what I mean? I think as well, bands always say like their fans are like a family. Um, and I understand where they're coming from their side with that. But with this, mm. um, it it definitely does feel like a, a sort of a yeah, family no, community. Awesome. Um, it feels like we're propagating to well. know we people. We know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it feels like we're actually getting to know people. Like Over the last few weeks, we've like, we've FaceTimed a few people every week or we've mm -hmm. done the live chat. So we're doing this and it's like, I actually feel like we're, we're getting to know and we can justify like using this time to like spend more time with our fan base. Yeah. And, and, and like, we said this before uh, you were on the call, but like the, you don't get to decide what's like style or type of people your fans are. And what constantly like shocks us is like, everyone is so cool. It's literally just like more of like, it feels yeah. like e extra members of the band, like yeah. totally like down to earth people. Blurring the line between fan and band and it's like, yeah. And we've been able to talk to like, our fan base so closely. It's like, we always try and get out to the merch after a show and like, make sure we're meeting people and saying hi and like, thanks for the support. And like, did you enjoy the show and stuff? But this again, it's like another extension of that where like the people that are inside the society, are, are, you know, they're probably people that would definitely hang around out after, after the show and want to say, Hey, open like how much they enjoyed the show. So it just gives us an opportunity to go like, like this conversation is now we can go direct yeah. to someone who's not expecting it. And they're like, Shit, like Sleeves just Sleeves just gave me a, a video call and uh, and you know we just chatted for a little bit and it, it, that is so cool. We got Zach a pizza that we we FaceTimed this guy the other day called Zach and we it was his birthday so we we got him a feast in. We nearly forgot to order That's it. We? we almost forgot to order it, but yeah, but like it was it was really fun and like now next time I'd, I'd see him I'd probably just have a beer with him and say. You owe us for that pizza. You owe me that money for the pizza. <laughs> now can you buy me a pizza, please? <laughs> or just on my birthday, I'll hit Zach up and say, dude, are you all right? To, so will I. So can I have a stuff for margarita? We've, we've done the society, though, so we can just like do IOU. So whatever we do for you guys, we're just going to call you up and then say, you owe me some merch and like, <laughs> yeah. you owe me some you, you owe me some riffs and some like lost ideas and stuff. <laughs> you have any more we're questions, Simon? Simon? Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got one more for you. Um, Sound. So yeah, do you have any plans to use this link that you have with the Sleep Society um, to help uh, unsigned bands and, and fresh-grown bands as well, like further their careers, like maybe take them out on tour, those sorts of things. Definitely, yeah. definitely. definitely. Um, we, yeah, this is this is kind of a new thing for us as much as it's like planned out, like pre-dropping the first song um, and all that. So we're still getting to grips with how how all that works, but it's definitely been a conversation we've had to. Even with the even with this podcast, like start shouting out like bands that we've listened to that we liked and, and on the Discord and stuff like that, creating like little zones within that that people can drop their bands in and chat and stuff like that. Like um the tour that we're planning on going on in when is it? May. In May. We're we're like thinking about having like local opening bands and stuff like that. So it's definitely on our radar to do stuff and like that. And, and it's important to, to us. Society first for those as well, which yeah. is what's so cool. Yeah. And um 
Yeah, yeah. So, so hundred percent for that. Like, and like, I think we um, the, one of the main um premises going into this entire thing was to inspire artists to be able to do these things on their own. So we actually went into it with that in mind of being because Patreons are not, but Patreon is nothing new and like OnlyFans is nothing new. None of this is new, but we knew that we could market it in such a way with such a punch that it would generate inspiration for other artists. And the main thing we were trying to say as well was not just for bands and for anyone because the, one of the concepts that we came up with quite a while ago about the society was like, if we could redesign society, let's just be a little bit mental here. How would it look? Do you know what I mean, and the way I was saying it would yeah. look is creativity and art should be at the top of the of the pyramid. But obviously, right now it's, it's consumerism and business and all that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean, but that yeah. stuff's at the top. So if you wanted to flip it around, expression and art expression, at the top, being yeah. yourself, and like schools. If a kid starts fucking playing with the sand or some shit, then you maybe he ends up being a an archaeologist or yeah. something. You push them in the direction that they want to create. In well, you know people I mean? see them as hobbies, don't they? That's the thing, and yeah. we wanted to make it so it's an opportunity to grab this new model that people are using, like Twitch and those kind of things, and and maybe like people are proving all over now that this like your hobbies can become jobs yeah and i and think that's the main thing to push within this is that massively yeah that's why we want to inspire all artists to see that oh that i love drawing and then they, maybe they come up with their own concept maybe i can start my own patron get some fans involved and give something back that they want maybe people want to they watch start you their draw. own business i mean and that's a cool thing man to be able to do your hobby and make a little bit of money to continue to do your hobby. That's what life should be about. That should be your goal, yeah. Not, I this is my hobby. Yeah. What job can I make that, that I can carry on front of the hobby? It's like, no, how yeah. do I make this hobby a job? Because we're all playing the game of, of life and society. You have to totally. make money, you have to survive. You can't just fucking go and live in woods and sit in a tent all day. I mean, you've got to play the game. So I think by finding clever ways to be able to do what you want, and usually that draws on the line of being creative, doesn't it? People want to express themselves in that way. Yeah. So inspiring people that way. I That's think, how you make your stamp in it by by doing your thing in your way. Yeah. So we we yeah, we definitely wanted to to inspire people in that sense. I think that's that's really going to change the game for, for people who are up and coming in don't have that experience because especially in the last few years, I feel like things things like Facebook have pushed like to get money to promote like yeah. their posts and stuff like that. So to have have someone like like you guys with with that sort of level you're at to to pick these things out yeah. and help them um and push them a little bit more into the limelight and, and pick up fans. Yeah. Um that that really will change the game on on like how bands, artists as a whole um yeah come into like their, their, their limelight. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For me, for me, the the way I think about it as well is like, when I was younger and I was growing up, I'd go out and I'd fly off my band and there was no real way anyone could have a, a prejudgment on what my band played like live. The only way they'd be able to do that is going to see a band. Now that's not the case because you can get judged, prejudged on live shows. Oh yeah. Like on YouTube and all that stuff. So like the smaller side of things is getting even more difficult. So like your, your smaller shows where people would just randomly turn up and check your band out, that's gone. Yeah, it is, and yeah. then so that alongside the jam night, the streaming side of things where you're like you're trying to promote yourself so people go to Spotify to listen to your songs, that doesn't really pay any money. So it's like, how does a good new band? It's just getting more. And yeah, it's just getting harder and harder for bands to like the models blow up part of like a local change, beginner yeah. sort of. And area. like you just like, said with Facebook, you can't do a fucking normal post without it reaching one percent of your followers. It's just like 
how can you get that exposure you need, especially if you were a starting band? Even if we do a post on Facebook, no one fucking sees no. it unless you put loads of money at it. So it's you're getting fucked at yeah. every, Some, every corner. So something actual... like Patreon for a beginner band, you could just get like a few relatives to chuck a few quid well, in, yeah, and then you can like, find you out like even and then at that level and just sort of that stack could it help up from you, there. You that know? could help you pay for the rehearsal studio. So yeah, you could justify going to do it that week. Yeah, you, know I mean? you could and literally like... be like, look, we've written a song, we've recorded it. Here it is. Do you like this band? Would you like to hear more of it? If so, give us two pound a month and we will continue to do this thing. That's like the be the beginning of crowdfunding is that where people go, I've got this idea for a movie or a project or a product. Yeah, I love that. It makes and, sense. And you go, I want to make it. Does anyone want it? And people go, yeah. And then eventually that's like, yeah. that's one of the coolest like instead of risking it all and being like fuck I'd put all my year into this yeah, and I'm thousands of yeah. pounds down and now I did it I'm... and no one really wanted it or cared yeah. it's a good way to find out isn't it and that is the cool thing about that model and then we've I mean we've spent like the last couple of years really trying to work out how to like redesign it to work for us because I mean this is year 15 of the band do you know what I mean it's like <laughs> and it's taken us this long to try and work out a way to make it sustainable whilst still being creative and not jeopardising ourselves and the music and everything yeah. we create so like it, it is such a game changer in my eyes definitely I, nice I, I think love um, to hear that. I mean I think other bands will probably see it as as something approved but I think it's already done that so once they start picking up on that hopefully it, it will just change everything so much for the better yeah. and then stop relying on, on like you know the big money corporations that, that just want to feed off bands and totally and yeah. stuff like that. No, it's sick. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your questions, mate. It's this great sort yeah, of no a like-minded person it. who, who uh, you know, sees things the way we do. And, um, and, and thanks you know, for being in it. Yeah. Thanks for supporting yeah, the course it, as well. No, I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Um, it says down here that we're going to send you a few, little bits and bobs in the post just so to say thank you for oh, your time absolutely. and uh, thank you so nice one it says down here I didn't say it it says down here it says here that you've got but it <laughs> well, says thank, thanks to the paper for it says but, it says but you have to buy your own pizza that's the only catch <laughs> yeah. okay. no problem but I'm yeah sure nice one Simon your questions are great appreciate yes, you being bro. involved nice thanks, bro. Bro. no problem see, see you guys in May we're gonna yeah, see you in May see you in May Let's talk about music we like this month or at oh, the moment. Yeah. What's, do you want to know my fucking favourite? Like yeah, let's do this. I just, I music just we like today. this month. I'm just going to go in for my Jams October playlist that I sorted out for myself. Um, I've got Mouth Culture in there. I've got Animals, Architects, Dillinger Escape Plan, One of Us is the Killer, Holding Absence Beyond Belief. Uh, I've got some North Lane, a bit of Boston Manor. Some Loathe, some Ocean Grove, some Code Orange, some Lamb of God, some Gajira, some Asley Dying, Arch Enemy, and Marilyn Manson. What is your... You have one song to play right now, and... What's your I'll, most listened to song on Spotify? What, of the year? Yeah, of the year, man. Uh, mine's The Search by NF. Is it? Yeah. Mine's Finding Hope by Direct, I think. You said oh. that like you don't know what that song is. I don't. I, well, I didn't know it I was... I didn't know the artist, I just listened to the music, bro. <laughs> This my, guy. Mine is Echo and the Dust Part One by Greyhaven. Is it? Yeah. Dude, cool. apparently my 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 top genre is electronica. Mine's know, pop punk. And and then chill step. Chill step. I, I don't chill know what step. it is. Nice. And then metalcore. What's the core? Only kidding. <laughs> um, what's your one song right now? Top song. Uh, Based on your actual brain, not the algorithm brain. Oh. Uh, that you'd want to shout out. Just like yeah, what's your favorite song right now? 
Uh, I'm on NF2 though. That's kind of my, that's my thing right that's now. That's not that's not my, my have you heard one. Have you heard the 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 album Mansion? Mansion yep. Yeah, yep. with all the rooms and shit. Yeah, so, sick. so good. It's unreal. My song, while you guys he's work like, it out. He's like, don't go in that room, I might go in this one. Yeah, great. he's fucking sick. My, uh, I, I can't listen to him and not get pumped up. Oh, bro, I'm It's impossible. Yeah. I used to, it, it, when we first listened to him, shout out Jacob for showing us him in, uh, in America, in Feb. I'd just go in my bunk the, uh, the, uh, uh, the night and at just the be, night. At the night and just at like be in my bunk, Welsh. just like ready to go when I'm trying to sleep. My song of the right now is uh, The Boat by Chuck Reagan. It's unreal. Go and listen to it. My, I'm going to choose uh, Fallen Torches by Mastodon. That chorus is fucking amazing. And it just, fucking. it's just so sing-along. It's just ace. Can we call this section your song of the now? Yeah. Yeah. What's your song of the now? I've got a new one now. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> what a different one. Yeah. An artist called Keena, Get Me the Moon. It's a good nice. One. Wow. Nice and sad. Awesome. Um, so that's my jam of the month. Um, now second shout out, who is your pick of the month for someone cool that you want to shout out? Just anyone. Can be whatever. Me mom for that message. Fucking hilarious. I like that. Sending me my own address and then that's it. Uh, <laughs> shout <laughs> anybody out. You like, I'm going to shout out Scott Cardwell for being a friend Ooh, nice. and just a yeah, general, legend. general legend and being supportive of me. Nice. I don't know who to shout out. That says a lot about your character and <laughs> kind of about how you move through life as a person. <laughs> <laughs> and we're leaving it there. So join us next time on the Sweet Lovers podcast where Matt might figure out who he who wants we to like. shout out. No, I was trying to think yeah, of which got, department. We're only kidding, Matt. Just kidding. I was just trying to make you feel more awkward than we already do oh, doing okay. this podcast. I'm shouting out uh, <coughs> a Wonder and their new venture, Nola. They decided to start a coffee shop with their band. Nice. And they've killed it. It looks amazing. Where is it? It's in London. Sick. They've yeah. opened this thing as just a cool runoff for the band. And I think that is sick. I love those kind of ventures. And while so. I'd just like to shout out our, our crew that's helping the band at the warehouse because we Massive give shout. them some shit. We do, I, but we love them. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I personally still don't like them, but as long as there's some people in the band what, that are shouting him out, it's cool. What have you done to Barnsley? Like, you've done something bad, haven't you? That's why you're shouting him out. What's, like, what have you mm. done? No. I he, just, he just needs to buy me you know, more like, presents. Like, why have you bought me flowers? One of them. Like, yeah, he just needs oh, yeah, to buy me more Oh, yeah, we made Barnsley more. a song the other day, and that was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> That's good, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you yeah. for listening. We're sorry. It's probably shit. <laughs> Jamie, chop all the crap out of this. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, research how to do podcasts. Okay, I'm signing off. Peace out. Thanks for being involved in the Sleep Society. This hey, has been the Sleep Podcast. Me and Matt are going to stay on for a bit. Bye. 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 Bye.